What's up, Anchor Mates? Episode 72. How you doing? We're going to pump through 10 more of those questions uh, that I got. Um, first question is, how much pressure do guys have to face um, in having a perfect body? And that's obviously that's something that stereotypically women have been pressured on. Um, like, this probably preteen, man. That's just that's something that... <clears throat> they've always been thinking about and struggling with and that's they've always got to be this perfect thing because otherwise they will be uh, inadequate or, or be viewed as lesser um, and so much to your surprise I believe that that's kind of the same for guys um, and, and also much to your surprise I don't think that uh, guys rule the world as much as, as much as we think they do I think that um, at least for me personally I think that um, I, I'm probably a pretty high maintenance person. Um, however, I think that most of us are pretty high maintenance because there is a high pressure on men to uh, be a certain look or to, you know, have a certain maintenance. You know, you need to have this perfect body. You need to be this perfect entity. Um, to, I mean, and that's just <laughs> as as silly as that is. That that is the pressure that's on guys as well um especially if you are are looking for a mate or looking for you know a uh a relationship with a a person you fancy however and i I just want to note too though that that's not just the case you know looking good and, and and having perfect fashion and all that that's also not just the case for um romantic relationships like that's always that's also pressure that's uh, in getting friends or uh, getting certain jobs or getting a raise and all that kind of stuff because that's what you see because that's what the media shows us um, that's what we're told you know as far as by uh, our parents and uh, everybody on the movies you know like for instance friends that's four really attractive people so they've obviously you know, it seems as though their looks have helped them, you know, with where they're at and their jobs they have. And obviously, it's a TV show. It's not real life. But that's how we portray it because we don't really get a, a large taste of real life um, before adulthood. It's it, A lot of what we learn is from what our parents and family tell us and from what we see on TV. So um, how much pressure do boys have to face to have the perfect body? A lot. Um... Do they take it as seriously as women? No, not really. A lot of guys just have that stubborn fuck it, you know, mentality. If they don't like me for me and my personality, then whatever. But uh, I'll tell you what, man, as silly as it sounds, I think that it's important to value your health um, just as a human being, but you don't need that perfect body. Um, However, I think it does make things easier um, all around, um, because it shows your commitment to yourself, and, um, you know, that's something that, that people fancy, (laughs) um, yeah, plus, people are judgmental, that's, that's the case with everybody, you can say, oh, I'm not judgmental, yeah, you are, you just don't say it, you just don't admit it, everybody is to some extent, and so, um, you know, you're gonna judge it by its cover, the person that is, and so, you're not really, like, if you're such an awesome, interesting person, and unless you're part of a group, 
that uh, your your dream Juliet or Romeo pops up in, uh, they're probably not going to interrogate you to find out like how awesome a person you are if they aren't first, you know, physically interested. Um, and that's like, and the reason I said physically interested is because it's not like they have to have like a sexual you know, interest to talk to you, but, um, you know, for instance, if I look homeless, um, and I have a really rough looking beard and and I haven't brushed my teeth in months and I got this BO just around me, it's going to be a lot harder for me to talk to somebody, you know, for any reason, whether that be job or friend or, you know, or relationship, um, than it would be if I, you know, was high maintenance wearing clean press, clean pressed clothes, you know, just bathe today type stuff so that's my thoughts on that question sorry for dragging that out but that was uh, an interesting question second question would be how and by whom should children be taught appropriate behavior I don't think I don't think children should be taught appropriate behavior before you freak out I think that they should learn appropriate behavior by, by, uh, I don't know the word that I'm going for, but they should learn it from you just because of who you're being. They should learn from example. That's what I was going for. So should they be taught appropriate behavior? No, they should see what doesn't work. So if they want to be who they want to be, that's fine. But they should, they should see that that doesn't work and that, um, appropriate behavior does. And, uh, you know, it's valued more than than being a jerk or being inappropriate. So um, I think it's something that we all learn regardless whether we're taught it or not. So therefore, um, should, should they be taught appropriate behavior? I mean, yeah, if you can get the chance to, but um, I don't know if it'll make if it makes any bit more of a difference than uh, trial and error. Um, we all have, we, I mean, as a society, we have, um, structure and we have, um, standards and they should be aware of those. But, um, I think the best way to, to yeah. So yeah, I, I guess they should be taught appropriate behavior, but it should be mostly led by example and just being a good person. Like don't say, don't cuss, but then, you know, the rest of the day have cuss words slipping out of your mouth here and there or don't say you know don't treat women like this or don't you know treat your pets like that or don't do this don't do that and then do it you know so like yeah they should be a taught but I think the best way to to show that is to show that and, the, and lead by example you know nobody's not gonna nobody is going to um go with what you have to say if you don't follow your own rules which kind of goes back to the leadership uh, question that we had in the prior podcast so that's my thought on that I don't think they should have to be taught I guess that was my answer but if they are going to be taught it should be by example Um, question number three what current musicians do you think will stand the test of time well let me tell you I'm blown away um, by who's at uh, the Vans Warp Tour right now because uh, these are bands that I thought wouldn't last more than the year that I knew about them, like 303 and uh, Mayday Parade and 
Blink-182, shit like that. Like, those are cool bands, but, like, that was... I haven't listened to them in forever. So I'm surprised that they're still around. So what what current musicians do you think will stand the test of time? Like, stand out for good? Like, you know, Michael Jackson, Elvis Presley, uh, Johnny Cash, that kind of good? Hey, I don't know. Um, let me think. Like, the Beatles? I mean, good Lord, that's... Those are, those are big names, and they have stand the test of time. So current musicians... It will stand the test of time. I think. No, Metallica would have forgotten too. They've, they're still playing. They've been playing for a long while. I think they'll probably get uh, forgotten. Um, hmm. Eminem. I think that that's a, a musician that will stand the test of time because that's somebody who is constantly putting out more, more service. Like he's he's constantly pushing out more more music and creating more things just as fast as he was when he first started or before he was well known so <clears throat> and he's always been you know well liked by the by the community so I think that um, if anybody stands out or will be remembered uh, you know 50 years from now it, it, it'll probably be Eminem to be honest because um, he's just he's survived he's been around he was also one of the first Caucasian um, musicians in that genre, so um, he was different, and he's he's made it work really well for him, and he's been around for a long while. So I think that that's one example. I don't, not a lot's coming to my head right now on uh, current musicians that could stand the test of time. There's current musicians that are good right now, and they have been for like six months, but I mean, who knows if I'll even think about them next year so um question number four how concerned are you about climate change i am not at all concerned about climate change um i don't really i don't really see the global warming global cooling you know things that are in politics, I mean, I do when it's summer and winter, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's never been this hot, it's never been this cold. Then I look it up, and it has. It's just kind of, it is what it is. It just, life can get really cold and really hot, and that's just what it is. Um, now, if the question was, how concerned am I about, um, you know, our 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 wastes, our our pollution? I am concerned about that. I think that's. That's something that um, inevitably, like unless we can find a way to not only reduce but like end and reverse pollution and all the, uh, you know, landfills, I don't know. I, I think that's bad. I don't think it's bad. It is bad. It's very bad. And, and um, that could be the, the end of the world someday. So um, concerned about that. Am I taking steps to change it? Not at all. But um, obviously that is... It's still a concern. So question number five. Are digital photographs too plentiful to be meaningful? Meaning, all the photos that we take nowadays, you know, on Snapchat or our phones or whatnot, compared to how things used to be just with, like, Nikon professional cameras or, or those little cameras that you would get that print out the... the uh, it's called something film. But they would print out the photo right after you take them or, you know... Those little $1 cameras that you, you, little clicker cameras you take to the Grand Canyon with your family. 
Um, you know, so are they too plentiful to be meaningful? I think yes. And the reason that is, is I'm going to apply it just as a situation like uh, just saying I love you ten times a day. Does, does the word love still have the same impact that it would if you only said it once a month? Supply and demand, baby. That's what it is. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, as silly as that sounds, um, yeah, I think that we see so many more photos a day nowadays than we did, you know, 10 years ago to the point that it's it's much harder to find a photo that stands out, stands out like something that you just want to keep, you know, and picture frame and, and put on, you know, as your as your desktop background, which also wasn't really a thing ten years ago. Um, and so, yeah, I think that it, it definitely loses value because there's just there's so many more good photos. There's, it's like that becomes the new norm. It's kind of like college degrees, you know. It, it's it's kind of crappy because um, in our parents' age, so I'm I'm 24, and in, in my parents' generation, and, and it was even iffy then, but if those generations prior, it, it was a big deal to get a bachelor's degree. It meant a lot, and it, it meant that you would uh, go go places. It was like a, it was like today's masters, except for I don't know if our today's masters is even that great um, because nowadays, because there's been so much pressure. Um, the standards have been raised. Uh, a degree doesn't really give you what a degree used to. Um, I'm saying that as a non-degree person, uh, and that was kind of one of many factors that I opted out. Um, it's just a standard. Um, it's kind of like to have a bachelor's degree is, is much like having a high school diploma back then, or uh, you know, general ed, and. Um, Still, nonetheless, I'm going to strive above all that without the degree um, and kind of slip into the, uh, the upper class, sneaky-like, but that'll come in time. I'll, I'll let you know when that happens. Okay, next question. Do you think a longer school se- longer school schedule is a good idea? Hmm. Yes and no. The reason I don't think it's a good idea is because that would provide less time at home, and therefore less of a relationship with the family and the home life, and less of learning street cred, if you know what I'm saying. Um, I just feel like you're already the kids are already taken away for quite a while. Much of their growing up is away from their parents, and there's not a whole lot of... Uh, parenting that goes along, which is something that I adore about, um, the, uh, <laughs> what am I thinking of? The, uh, the people who go to school at home, whatever that's called, home, homeschooled, there, there we go. I think that's something that I really adore about the, uh, homeschoolers who, who actually do have a parent at home homeschooling them. A lot of, a, a lot, I'm not saying a majority, but, um, definitely a majority of the people I've talked to. Uh, who were homeschooled, they homeschooled themselves. It wasn't, they didn't have a teacher per se. They didn't have a parent that was really around that often to homeschool them. So, um, but it's the idea. The idea is that if you're homeschooled, you should have a lot more interaction with your family 
and you should be able to create some some really awesome relationships. And to prove that point, the the people that I do know that were homeschooled, they have amazing relationships with their uh, siblings and with their parents, and and that's something I don't I don't really compare myself to. I don't really see that. Um, I don't really have that connection with my siblings and stuff. And I mean, I'm, you could say that's sad. I don't really, I don't let that affect me too much because uh, that's just how things were for me. You know, I. Anyway, um, the reason that a longer school schedule, oh, a longer school calendar is a good idea. Ooh, maybe I had the question all wrong. No, I didn't, because a longer school calendar would just mean taking up summer as well versus um, more hours of the day. Or it could be both. Um, obviously, a longer school calendar for me, I'm going to say is a good idea because I'm a learner. I like re- I like learning. I like reading. I like finding out new things and new ways to do stuff and new topics and just knowledge. Knowledge is power, my dudes. Um, so... I think it's a good idea because uh, you'll have less time to forget everything. So, like, (laughs) as stupid as it sounds, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Every every new year, you've already forgotten everything you learned, you know, from before the summer and the prior year of schooling, and you're just ready to learn more things so you can forget them. And that's that's how (laughs) like most of K through 12 is you don't really retain much I mean a skill that I'm really good at I think is is math and writing and those are things that were drilled into me every single day uh, from K through 12 so that's those are things that I have and speaking English obviously I've been speaking English ever since I could so those are uh, um, things that I have retained, but everything else is just kind of boop gone. I'm, it might be there somewhere, but I, it's just not something worth. It's not something that gets mentioned, so I don't think about that stuff. Next question, question number seven: Is it wrong for a newspaper to publish a front page photo of a man about to die? What an interesting, perplexing, odd question. I. Did not know that was a thing. Um, hmm. I've seen photos of people who have already passed away in the newspaper. Definitely not front page. But I, I can't say that I've ever seen a front page photo of a newspaper that has a man who's a, about to die. That's kind of a little disturbing. Um, even if it was like... Osama bin Laden, that's just kind of, that's a little disturbing to, to see that, like, hey, here's a picture before he dies, eh. I don't think that's, that's appropriate, so yeah, is it wrong? In my head, yes, that's just freaking weird. Question number eight, should engineers pay less money for college than English majors? No. <laughs> no. I think that, uh, College should have a standard fee as it does, you know, regardless of your um, desired profession. Um, I mean, that's a another kind of, I don't know how to answer that 
question. I mean, English is, is nice. It's good to know how to write and stuff. But uh, I feel like engineers make more than English majors. So why should engineers? That's one of those, you know, eye for an eye type things. And it's kind of hard to, to pinpoint stuff. So I think that this should just be equal around the board. And uh, whatever you decide to do is, is on you. And, you know, obviously... I mean, law school costs more because you're going to be a lawyer. Lawyers make more, but engineers make a good amount, so maybe engineers should pay more uh, if we're following that same, you know, standard across the board. But, um, yeah, I definitely think that engineers should not have to pay less than English majors. Question number nine, when should you compromise? Um, if it's a matter of safety. If, if, if there's a life in jeopardy or uh, if someone could be harmed or, or yourself could be harmed, I think that compromise is, is acceptable. Um, hmm, other, other, I mean, compromising has its place. I don't, I mean, there's lots of reasons to compromise. Like, for instance, right now, for me, um, I... I do have one nine to five job that currently I'm only working two days a week, and yes, I'm making much less money. However, I have much more time, and seeing how I can always make and lose money, but I can only lose time, that's a compromise I was willing to make um, in cutting my hours versus taking a raise. Um, that's just me. That's how I do things. I I want to enjoy every second that I have on that I can, you know, so, <clears throat> that was a healthy compromise, so if it compromises for your health, or for your well-being, I think it's a good compromise, last question, number 10, should you care about the health and the safety of those making your clothing, another very specific, odd question, um, yeah, I guess, something maybe we could vote on I don't know um I mean I mean <clears throat> to, to keep it 100 with you I don't I don't really think about the people that that make my clothes and perhaps that's that's the point of this question I don't really think about I'm, I'm pretty selfish I suppose I don't, I don't think about um you know what cow was killed to produce the frozen beef patties that I put on my <laughs> on my on my burner, you know I, I'm not I don't really think about who made my toothpaste. I just kind of use it, and, you know. So maybe I should maybe I should care. Maybe I should see make sure that they're all getting adequate treatment and that they they are able to do things efficiently. Because I mean, I mean that makes sense, you know. Would you would you want to? Would you prefer a cokehead making your, uh, your your lunch, or would you rather a chef? I mean, if, even actually, if they're both chefs, would you, would you rather somebody who's who's really uh, coming down off drugs, or somebody who's been clean their whole life and does yoga in the morning? I mean, I don't really know their personal lives, but obviously, I'd, I'd probably take the healthier person. Or, in this instance, making my clothes. What, what should I care about somebody who about the health of the people that make my clothes yeah I'd rather a healthy person who's happy to work and, and has a high level of focus make my clothes seeing how they're 
sewing things and creating t-shirts than somebody who's, you know, like not eating and is really shaky. I haven't looked and there would be a bunch of holes in my shirt. I don't know. That's a hard question. Anyway, that was the second set of 10 questions out of 200. So there's going to be about 19 or 18 more uh, podcasts with new topics and just interesting things. Uh, if you like these, go ahead and let me know. Like like the podcast or share with some friends and families. Share with some foes. Um, if you enjoy the podcast, awesome. I enjoyed podcasting with you. Um, if it is morning where you're at, I hope you have a super awesome day full of lots of opportunities and badass things. And if it is night where you are, then I hope that you have some blissful resting sleep and that you are prepared for a most epic day tomorrow.